Hi, I'm Jill, and you've landed on the Grow Like a Mother podcast. This is a place where we lean into all things motherhood and personal growth. We talk about the good, bad, and ugly in a way that's real and relatable. Whether I'm interviewing guests or sharing my own wisdom and learnings, this is half an hour for you. Put this on in your car or on a walk, while you're doing chores, wherever it fits into your life and give yourself the gift of prioritizing yourself. You'll hear tips and tricks and tactics to help you get aligned with the version of you that doesn't just go by the name mom. You'll hear my methods of time ownership and goal achievement and learn how to master your mindset and tune into your intuition. These are the things that can create true transformation in how you navigate life and take you from feeling overwhelmed to in control. This is Motherhood Mixed with Woo. Thanks so much for joining me. Let's dive in. Hey guys, it's Jill. Welcome back to the Girl Like a Mother podcast. If it is your first time listening, welcome. I'm so happy to have uh, new listeners and new followers popping up, which is so wonderful to see. So welcome. So happy to have you here. And if you are a loyal listener, welcome back. Uh, This episode is a great one. I am chatting with Sarah Stowe. Sarah is an Australian mom and business owner and her and I sat down and got to have a really good chat. I wanted to bring you something that perhaps spoke to you in in a different aspect because I know a lot of you are struggling with doing the full-time work and the full-time mom thing and could perhaps be interested in starting your own business um, or a side hustle or a part-time gig or something that either feeds your creativity or gives you a bit more flexibility, but it's super hard to find the time to uh, to start an endeavor like that. Don't I know it? So um, Sarah and I chat a little bit about finding the time for you, specifically for starting a business, but really for anything that you're interested in doing for yourself. Um, she's fantastic. She's an award-winning advisor. Uh, she's a new business specialist, a keynote speaker, uh, a podcast host, a, and of course, a business owner. Um, but she's also a mom, you know, she's got, uh, she's got her little baby and she's really focused on helping other moms and business owners work smarter, not harder and work with purpose. So I present to you the wonderful Sarah Stone. Okay. Welcome, Sarah, to the Girl Like a Mother podcast. I'm thrilled to have you here. We were just chatting before we hit record, and I know that we're going to hit it off, so I'm really excited. Um, But I wonder if you could just share a few of the details of how you got to be, where you are, the important things on sort of what you're doing now and, and anything that you feel is important for the audience to know. All right. No worries. And thank you for having me, Jill. Now, I hope everyone's got a cup of tea or a wine ready because let's dive in. Um, Where have I got to where I am? Geez, that's a loaded question. We could be here all day. But I guess what is important for now is I am a very driven person. Um, Pre-kids, it's always been work, work, work. Like, you know, that's my thing. That's my driver. I've had plenty of different businesses over the time. Um, My first bub's Charlotte, she is three now and she was a little bit unexpected. So it threw a bit of a curveball my way. Um, And that meant that I had to do some pretty big 
I guess, soul searching about what was important and what I was going to do and all that sort of thing. And I had a business at the time, but I didn't quite have that set up the way that I could. So I could step out to do this new role, which was my role as mum and, you know, manage everything the way that I wanted to. So I ended up selling that business and thought from there, I had to change my role and change my person. And I probably went, okay, well now I'm hundred percent all in on this new mum role um, and worked in the meantime, but uh, was doing things that were more, not my own business. So, you know, working for an employee sort of thing, because I thought that it was either having to be one or the other, like, you know, you couldn't do everything that I wanted to do, plus have the kids and just had my second baby, Harry, five months ago. Um, and it was almost a light bulb moment after having him where I went, actually, I think, you know, weirdly enough, you know how people say that, you know, when it's your last kid, yeah. I like, so I, I was like, oh yeah, like I was thinking I was going to have three or four, literally like he came out of me and I reckon I knew straight away that's it for me. Like, so then it was this weird thing where I was like, actually I can have me again. Like I, you know, I've been sort of putting myself on hold because or putting myself back because I'm like, it's not my time. You know, it's got, I've got to do this mum version of me now. Um, and so lately I've been reassessing where that's at and I've started what started off as a little side project, um, my Launch Your Biz Now podcast, which has just gone bananas and has been wonderful fun. And we've been talking about how good podcasting is and how much we love it, especially as busy mums. And that sort of evolved from there. And now I am offering a course um, called Launch Your Biz Now where I help other people set up businesses and in particular busy mums set up businesses and set up businesses with purpose. So that's in a nutshell where we're at. And I think the biggest thing is it's completely different to the way that I did business pre-kids. Pre-kids, you know, you've got all the time in the world. Like, you know, I, if I had an idea, I'd just go out and do it. And if that worked, great. If it didn't work, you know, what do you do? You just start with the next idea and you just do whatever. Post-kids, as you would know, When people say you've got 24 hours in a day, it is not 24 hours in a day when you've got a couple of kids running around. Like you might be lucky to have two or three that you can actually do something productive in. So it's completely changed the way that I go about business. So, you know, instead of just chucking spaghetti at the wall and hoping it sticks, now everything has to be very purposeful. What outcome am I going to get from this? What result am I getting from this? What flexibility does this give me? Does this fit in with my lifestyle and what I'm wanting? And all that stuff. So it's a completely different journey um, to what I was on. So that's very condensed, but I think that gives you a bit of an idea of where I'm at and what I'm doing. (laughs) There's so much there that I want to touch on. I'm like, make a note about this. Okay, I want to touch on that. I mean, the first thing that really comes and, and sort of hit me in the gut as like, oh yes, truth is the, I have to stop what I'm doing because I'm a mom. And I think that's so common. And I think especially with your first kid, and especially if you're a business owner, that navigating those two roles that can seem so opposite is really Mm -hmm. difficult for a lot of people. And so I just want to acknowledge you for that, because that is a huge thing that we we fit that I faced that a lot of my friends have faced and it's not easy, but, you know, applaud you for figuring it out on how to, you know, merge the two roles because they don't have to be separate. And I'm still working it out. So, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. 
But the mum guilt is real. Like, you know, I just, I don't think unless you're a mum, you would quite understand what that feeling is where you just feel like, well, you feel guilty for being just you. You, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, I, I it's, it's crazy. So. And it, I think it's, I don't understand why it's something that we all go through, but I think truly it is. It's just something innate that maybe, maybe it's just one of those things that's been passed down through generations that we're just naturally programmed to feel this guilt about doing anything for ourselves or having a separate identity outside of that role and mm-hmm. I think now is the time that a lot of people are talking about like, no, that's BS. Like, let's let's be our own person and be an awesome mom at the same time. And let's run a business and kick ass at that, but also be home, you know, at bedtime for the kids or make sure that we're picking them up or whatever is important to us as a mom that makes us feel like, yes, I am a present, loving, good parent. It's different Absolutely. for everyone. Absolutely. And and that's exactly right. And this is, so there's a big trend I'm seeing at the moment, and it might be because I'm in this stage of life myself, but with the people that I'm talking to from the podcast and the people I'm talking to in general about business, I'm seeing so many mums that are now making the decision for one of three reasons, I think predominantly to leave their employment and start up businesses. And I think you touched on it just before is one of those things is the flexibility. Like employers just aren't offering mums the flexibility that they need to do it all. So, you know, you're either letting your employer down or you're letting your kids and your family down. So what do you do? You just go out and set something up and do it yourself or, you know, find something. So I think it's either that. I think it's also, um, you know, COVID time. COVID taught us that we could work from home we can do everything that we were doing from home whilst also putting the washing on and picking the kids up from school so you know there's no reason now that we have to have those two so separate and if employers aren't allowing us to adjust to that then they're losing good staff members from having that issue um and last one is childcare. Like, I don't know for you guys, is childcare a problem over, you're in Canada. I'm in Canada. Yeah. It's, um, it's sometimes difficult to find, especially for young kids, because we get one year of maternity leave. And then, so Mm. at 12 months old, everyone is looking for a spot, but there are limited spaces for 12 to 18 month old because of the ratios that our government is, um, requiring, but it was quite similar. Yeah. And, and yeah, exactly. Like it's, it's crazy. So there's like, I've got friends that are literally pulling in money together and they've got three kids and hiring a nanny for a day because they can't get childcare. So, you know, when you're in that situation and going, all right, well, if I can't get childcare, I can't go back to my role. What else do I do? And people are looking at other options. So starting a business seems to be this new trend that's, you know, coming into play for new mums. And I completely get it. Like, it's something that can give you the flexibility. It gives you the ability to do all the things that you want to do. It gives you the income that you need to support your family and gives you a purpose. So, you know, you're not sitting at home. And I think the purpose is the most important thing out of all of it. It's just something for you. Yeah. Um, It can act as an anchor back to you, right? And, And a reminder that, you know, you can follow your dreams and you can do something that 
is important to you or that sparks a fire or whatever, but okay. So this is bringing up then the question for me because I'm in it right now, right? So I'm doing (laughs) both. I work full time and I also have my, my business, right? I've got my coaching. I've got my podcast. I wrote a book. Like I'm, I'm in both, but I want to ask you because it's not easy to find the time to do that. I think that that's something Mm -hmm. that maybe is a block for a lot of moms because they could be listening and thinking, yes, like I've got that I've got that desire. I really want to start my own thing. I've got an idea or I want to be like a network marketer, an MLM. I want to join something that give me the flexibility, but when, how, like, where Mm. do I even start? So what's your advice for those moms? I completely get it. And we, we sort of touched on it before, but we'll go more into it now is it's all about the purpose. So, uh, and I've only really just come to this, I guess, realization in the last few weeks where I've been trying to really piece together what's different between doing business now versus doing um, business before. And it is having a very, very clear reason why you're doing stuff. So um, whatever that might be, and, you know, it can be doing stuff with the kids or it can be doing stuff with whatever, but you have to know why. So, Um, I think it's a mixture of plan, strategy, and action. And if you don't have all of those three together, then you're not going to get the results. So like we are saying before, I I think as mums, we realistically have, if you've got a couple of buds at home and whatever else, you might have a couple of hours, two, three hours a day that you've got to allocate to things. So if you could sit down and go, all right, I want to achieve, and so I'm a big person and I know you are as well on mindset, is having goals and, you know, as the saying goes, it's, you know, goals or what is it, a dream's not a, or it's only a dream if you don't have it written down or whatever whatever that saying is, I'm yeah, yeah. it completely there. Um, but, you know, have that goal. So if you go, all right, I've got a goal and be realistic, like don't let yourself down because you set unrealistic expectations. So go, all right, I've got two or three hours a day free, maybe I can allocate one hour a day. So from my experience, I think it takes an hour a day ten for 10 weeks. So my course is over 10 weeks and an hour a day to get a business set up running successfully in that time. So you go, all right, three hours, can I allocate an hour a day to doing whatever it is that I want to achieve? So, you know, it might be setting up a business. It might be, um, you know, learning a new skill set. It might be whatever it is. Can I do that? And then it go, yep, great. All right. What's that going to look like? So what do I actually want to achieve? What is that thing that's going to give me the outcome? And I think this is what's changed as well. Now with everything that I do, I focus on the outcome. So whereas before I might've focused on the what, so back in, you know, in my past, um, I was a financial planner and had a finance background. So it was all about you know, I'm a financial planner. I give financial planning advice, da, 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 da. And now I'm like, no, nobody actually comes in to see me to get a financial plan. That is boring as hell. So what do they come in for? They come in for the outcome. So with everything that you're doing, what is that outcome you're wanting to achieve? What are the different ways you could achieve that outcome? So, you know, whether it's business or life, if you're wanting to, as an example, I always use gardening. I don't know why. It's just this random thing that pops into my head you know, somebody doesn't get a gardener because they want a gardener. They want a gardener because they want to sit out on their patio and have this, I don't know if you guys call it patio, but we'll roll with that. Um, Sit out on their patio and have this beautiful garden that they're enjoying with their friends and family. And this just, you know, beautiful, beautiful space smelling the blossoms or 
whatever it is, and just having that whole experience and being able to show it off to their friends and, you know, feel a little bit special. That's what they want. They don't want the garden. So that's the outcome. We can achieve that outcome in a few different ways. And for me, I knew once I had kids, previously I'd been working in a service-based role where I offered one-on-one consultations. Now I can barely schedule anything in my diary. I can't even get my kids to school at time, like your preschool at time. So I'm not sure how I'm going to meet appointments. So I went, all right, well, that way of doing business no longer works for me. So how do I look at the outcome that I want to give my clients and look at ways I can do it? And maybe you adjust that. And if it comes to business like me, I went, all right, well, if I did an online course or, you know, um, a program or a pre-recorded video series or whatever it might be, the you know, the, the options are endless. How could that look? And then adjust it to that. So then you've got through that sort of strategy side where you've gone, all right, well, I've worked out my strategy. I've worked out what makes sense for me to get the outcome that I want to deliver people. Now put a plan in place. So if I've got an hour a day, how long is that going to take? Let's really break that down. So you've got achievable chunks that you can actually achieve these outcomes and make you feel like, you. because it like just a side note here is, I get it's frustrating. Like I hate when I'm like, oh my God, I would have been able to do this in a couple of hours pre-kids. Like why is this taking me all week to get this one document done or whatever it is? But that's just, that's just the stage of life we're in and we're going to try and embrace it even as frustrating as it sometimes can be. Um, And yeah, then set those tasks and um, achieve that, break it down and tick off those goals and celebrate those wins. So yeah, that's probably my advice on it is just realize how much time you've got and be realistic in your expectations and write a plan. Yeah, exactly. And I think that realistic piece is super important. One thing that I always encourage people to do is do like a calendar audit and figure out mm-hmm. what time you you actually have. Because I think we're so busy and in our own world, as we're going through the chaos of the week, we have no idea what we're spending our time on and we have no idea how much free time that we actually have. And so mm-hmm. if you can identify it, like, okay, what's realistic? Do I have an hour or do I have three? You know, like, is it every day that I have an hour or is it just Monday and Wednesday because of whatever situation? And so understanding what what's your reality and then working backwards from there to fill it in strategically is so important, right? Mm-hmm. And I Absolutely. Think- Yeah. And I think that working in chunks is something that's so, such good advice too, that you had touched on, because if you can sit, if you can sit down and take a chunk of time to do one thing, you're going to be so much more productive than if you try to space that one thing. And maybe there's three things you're working on within that chunk and that's not as productive. Right. And Mm. I think the multitasking piece is something I'm always harping on. Like, don't do that. Don't multitask. Just do the one. Oh my God. Exactly. Yeah. And I think the setting the time. So I actually got some feedback from a friend when I was putting together this course who is a mum that's homeschooling. So, she, you know, busy, busy. And she said, can you write next to each task that they've got to do in the course, what time it is? So what length of time it will take. So when they're looking at it, they can go, all right, I've got 30 minutes right now, bang, I can knock that over. So do the same thing for yourself. If you're writing out your list, just write a little quick note of what you expect that to be. So you can look at it and go, yeah, bang, 15 minutes, like take away that brain space that you need and just get into the task. 
Um, and yeah, just, just these little tricks that we're going to pick up as mums. Oh, that's fantastic. That just blew my mind. I'm like literally writing it down. Like, yes, I have the time for my to-do list yes. because I'm always looking for little hacks like that. And I hate that word hack. Like it's not, it's a tip. It's a tactic. It's something tangible. It's not a hack. You're not like faking it. Right. But, um, those little pieces are the things that make all the difference. Right. And it's those small pieces. It's those small changes that we implement. It's not the complete overhaul, because mm-hmm. I think if you're trying to look, if you're looking at a different outcome for your life, if you're, if you're a mom at home, homeschooling or small babes, and you're looking at, I want to have a business that can feel so foreign, that can feel so different from where you are now that it's overwhelming. Right. Yeah. And you're like, I don't know how to get there, but I think you don't know, you don't need to know the how you just need to know the first step. And mm-hmm. I think within the first step, if you can have tangible, actionable advice to follow, you're going to feel held and you're going to feel supported and you're going to get that confidence when you do that one small change, then it's going to feel natural. And you're like, okay, yeah, no, I started adding times to my to-do list. Now that's a habit. I'm feeling good about that. What's the next thing I can do? And it's going to snowball, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And then you get that chunk achieved so you know you might have three or four layers and you might get through 10 15 minute sessions or something and there's a whole chunk gone and then you feel incredible yeah and that's a pretty special place to be so um and helps with the mindset like piece because that's another big thing that's behind all of this is making sure that you're staying in a positive mindset not feeling looking at like it looking at it going oh my god this is so overwhelming how am I going to achieve this all that sort of stuff. So you're really like knocking down that self-talk because you're looking at it going, oh yeah, I can achieve this. I got 15 minutes. I've got this. I've got this. So yeah. Yeah. yes. Oh my God. Mindset is everything. And I start, I start, everything I do starts with the mindset. Everything I teach starts with the mindset because it's without that, it's just information that you're getting. Like it's great and it's interesting. And like you get all this all these tips and tricks and tactics and you get that, but without the right mindset, it's just information. You know, like you oh, have absolutely. to, you ha- and that's, nobody can do that, but you, you know, no. but- well, we've all seen like, you know, two businesses that might be using the same strategy and doing the same thing. And you go, well, that one's thriving. That one's not getting results. What's the difference here? And they might literally be doing the same marketing tactics, the same products, like everything the same. And the difference is the mindset, like how are those people showing up? How, what sort of energy are they putting across? What are they delivering that's that little bit different? Um, which I, again, is hard when you're a mum. Like it's hard not to have a burnt out mindset all the time. Like my little bubs are still waking up four times a night. I am burnt out mindset feeling right now. But, you know, it's shifting that and being aware of that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's something that we have to give ourselves a bit of grace too, is that this is our life stage right now. And we are going to feel more tired. We are going to feel exhausted and our time is not necessarily our own. We're kind of reacting to the needs of others in this stage when you've got small kids and just being okay with that being reality, like Mm. not trying to, for a long time, I fought that. And I was like, no, I have to change this. I want to be in control of my time. I, and I would get frustrated because that's not possible at this stage. That's just not what it is. And so I think understanding where you're at and what your reality is in terms of the demands on your time, the flexibility, if you need to pivot quickly, like if there's a diaper explosion when you're trying to get out the door, like you still (laughs) got to deal with that, you know? And so 
just being a little bit gentle with yourself as you go through the process and understanding that your your techniques and your situation is not going to match the next mom or the next business owner. And that's okay because you work with your own current reality. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Okay. So I want to ask you a question that, um, I don't know if you're going to have a, a salt, like a answer come to mind or not, but I'm really curious to know as you are chatting with moms who are going into business or people in general, but as people are venturing into business on their own for the first time, is there like a common mistake that you see people make? Or is there something that is kind of like you want to shout from the rooftops, like stop doing this thing. It's getting in yes. your way. Yeah. Yes. Is okay. there ever. And I think as mums, so going back to what I was talking about before with the, I'm not going to put myself first. It's not my time right now. You know, it's all to do with that mindset piece and the limiting beliefs that people might have. So, um, and I guess as well, when we become mums, and I'm not sure if this is for everybody, but it certainly was for me, it shook my beliefs and it shook my values. What I thought I believed before and what I thought was important to me before kids shifted and changed post kids. So, you know, it's that readjusting to find out who you are and what you stand for and, you know, everything that you know and all those sorts of things. So it makes sense that as new mums and women in general, we seem to feel this a little bit more as well, I think, um, is have that a little bit of self-doubt. So the number one I think thing I sort of see is people going, I don't know enough. I'm not good enough. I don't have the experience that that person has. I'm not as confident as them. It's all those things in the background. And the number one thing I say to them is no one knows what you know. No one does things the exact same way that you do them. And no one is the person you are. And that's what makes you special. So what people might look at as a limiting belief is actually the biggest strength that you're going to have in business because your business is just a, you know, reflection of you in a different sort of vessel, I guess. Um, so don't feel like those things are bringing you back or making you less than they're actually going to be the re reason people can relate to you. They're going to be the people that want or reason people want to buy off you and want to work with you because they see that you are this, you know, vulnerable, normal person that's pulled in different directions and tired and busy and everything else. You're not this robot that's out there doing this stuff. So yeah, that that's probably the biggest thing that I see. Oh, I love that. And you just flip that, that, seeming negative into a positive and that's fantastic and I think you're totally right being relatable is like it's everything yeah. right yeah absolutely and it's, and it's funny because it ties in I think this is before we hit record but when we were talking about the podcasting space and how crowded mm -hmm. it is and feeling like oh but why would I start a business podcast there are 3,000 of them in my neighborhood or whatever like who's <laughs> gonna listen to my business podcast but Every one of us has a unique perspective, a unique way of presenting information that's going to connect with, with, you know, that Our person. audience. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's it. And we don't want to be for everybody. Like, yes. you know, we want to be for those people that we find that 
you know, love what we're saying, resonate with it, are feeling it. You know, I had, um, I've got somebody that looks after my podcasting stuff and they said the reason that they think it seems to be going so well is because I share all the crap of life. And I was like, oh, that's great. I'm not sure that's what I was going for when I started all of this. But I think that's true. It's just when it's relatable and you just share the ups and the downs and, all that sort of stuff. And you don't have to, I think businesses change, you know, especially coming from a finance background. When I was doing that 15 years ago, it was very much the suits and the, you know, professional and all that sort of stuff. Now it's not. Now we're just embracing all of the mess. So chuck it in there. Mm-hmm. Let it roll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just exactly the chaos. Bring it on, right? Like yeah, we're going to figure this out even within the chaos. Exactly. It's just like the New Zealand Prime Minister that, Prime Minister, yeah, I think she's Prime Minister, um, that had her kids come in the background when she was doing a press conference. Like that, that that's real life. That's that's what we're all by. So that should just be the normal. Yes, exactly. Because we're all in it. I hate that when people are feeling less than or, or feeling down on themselves because they're comparing to, you know, the perfect Instagram, whatever. It's like, no, that person's probably not wearing pants. You know, there's coffee spilt on their <laughs> on their table and, you know, they, they didn't get to do the laundry today and it's all the same. We're all in it. And that's the beautiful thing, you know, mm-hmm. um, man. Okay. I'm taking a look at the time here because, and I knew I would need to do this. Yes. We're, um, <laughs> we said this beforehand, didn't we? that's okay though um I before before I wrap it up and let you get to bed because you're in the opposite time zone I am I'm just waking up you're just going to bed um I would be jealous of your season over there at the moment I would love some summer over here and some warmth (laughs) we're we're just transitioning actually into fall so this is the first Uh, where it's feeling a bit cool and it's crisp it's actually my favorite time where you have a little mm -hmm. bit of heat during the day Ah, and then at night it cools down. You can open the window and all the things. But anyways, yes, um, it will come for you. It will come. Just have to wait. Yes. Yes. We'll um, there. And then I'll be jealous of you in the middle of winter. <laughs> um, okay. So, but how can people, how can people connect with you? If someone's looking to start a business, wh- how, what's the first step that they would take in, in working with you or following you or getting advice? Like how can my people find you? Yeah. So I would love to connect. Um, the best spot for them to start if they're looking to start a business, I have a free new biz toolkit to help people set up their business. And it's, specifically designed with mums in mind because I talk about what I've sort of mentioned in here about that way you deliver that outcome and switching your product on its head, I guess, and different ways you can do that to match in with your lifestyle. So um, jump onto businessbrains.co slash toolkit to get a free copy of that. Um, Otherwise, I've got my podcast, Launch Your Biz Now. And if you're listening to this, it probably means that you're all over podcasts. So come check it out over there Um, or find me on Instagram at businessbrains.au and would love to connect, shoot me a message and let me know that you listen to the podcast. Yes, yes. And if you do, tag us both and like a screenshot or a a story or something, because I mean, we just love that. We We just love that to know what landed and what was, you know, what was an aha moment or a takeaway. And so, yes, let us know. I'll have all the links, of course, Sarah, in the um, show notes for the podcast and all of that. So if anyone was like furiously scrambling down, like what was that about <laughs> AU, huh? Um, it'll all be in the uh, the show notes. So nice and easy to link. But I just want to thank you so much for your time today and your wisdom. It was amazing chatting with you. And uh, I would love to have you back and chat again more because I feel like yeah there's more there's more here 
there is definitely more here. It has been such a great session. And yeah, I've just loved the episodes and you're doing wonderful work over there. So great to connect to my Canadian friends. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you. I want to thank you so much for tuning into the Grow Like a Mother podcast this week. You can find more great tips, motivation, inspiration, and community on Instagram and Facebook at Grow Like a Mother on both platforms. And if you enjoyed today's show and wish that you had found it sooner, I invite you to leave a rating or a review wherever you're listening. Doing so really helps promote the show to other moms just like you who want to grow and level up in their lives. And if you want to stay connected by email, I invite you to sign up for the email list by visiting the website, which is www.livingwithheart.ca, or diving into the free five-part video series that I recorded just for you. You can find all of the links and the details in the show notes. Until next week, keep on growing like a mother.